I will not come because of my repentance alone. I will come because of my high priest. I will come because he's there for me. I will come because of his noble act. Seeing that I have such an high priest. Some days ago, I was holding my daughter. We were walking down the street. And I held the hand of my daughter, my two-year-old daughter. Her feet is not that strong on the ground. And I know that she can kick a stone and fall. So I hold her hand, anticipating that she can fall. So anytime she kicks a stone and stumbles, my hand is already holding her because I knew that she is likely to fall. So when she stumbles, my hand is always holding her. When she meets herself, my hand is firmly holding her. I'm not shocked or surprised because I've prepared my heart for it. Now get it. There is a God that the Bible says unto him that is able to keep you from falling. When God holds you in his hands, he holds you knowing fully well that you have potentials to stumble. There are things that might stumble you in the way, but it's only of which I have overcome the world. You're not going to stumble out of my hand. I'm prepared for it. Unto him that is able to keep you from falling. That in this journey, there are days where you will break faith. There are days where you will fail, but I'm holding on to you. That faithful is it that has begun a good work in you. We will also perfect it. Be confident that there is Jesus. Oh, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. That's what the Bible says in the same Hebrew. It said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Many of us began by believing in Jesus. Then all of a sudden, we quit believing in Jesus. And we started believing in ourselves. We started well. But the way we are joining, we abandoned it. The Bible says, look, look unto Jesus. The one who started this faith, he said, look up unto him. Finisher there is the perfecter of your faith. So if Jesus started, Jesus will complete it. So the Bible told you that looking unto Jesus for your beginning and for your sustainer. Look unto the one who called you into the relationship. Don't go looking at yourself. Those who have been beaten by serpent in the book of Numbers, remember the story. As long as they kept their eyes on that bronze serpent on the cross, they were saved. Many of them died because they were refused to look. So the Bible says, keep your eyes on Jesus. The devil wants you to take your eyes off Jesus and look at the wound. So that people still see their sin. The devil wants you to keep looking at the snake bite. He wants you to look at the sting of sin. He wants you to look at what you've done wrong. The word of God says, focus yourself on who? On Jesus. He that has given them to me is my father. He said, no one can take them away from my father's hand because my father is greater than all. When you miss the mark, launch forward towards the hand priest. Come with sincerity. Sincerity that Lord has missed the mark. But thank you that it is for this same reason that you exist over the house of God. I am saved by your intercession. The blood is speaking better things for me. I'm free from condemnation. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then this morning we said that there is 
one sacrifice. One only perfect sacrifice. Paul told us in Hebrews 9, he said that it is impossible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sin. Because what is in the blood of bulls and goats, something that is lesser in value cannot redeem something that is valuable. Man was created to have dominion over all kinds of animals. You know that, right? So if something is lesser in value, it cannot redeem something that is greater in value. So therefore, the blood of bulls and goats could not have redeemed man. Because the Bible says that what shall it profit a man that gains the whole world and loses his soul? So the soul of a man is what the whole world, cattle and animals combined. So those blood of bulls and goats cannot redeem us. So Hebrews tell us that it was now made for the one who created the whole world. Since your soul is worth more than the whole world, so nothing in the world could have redeemed your soul. Therefore, the one who created the whole world came to redeem your soul. Value for value. You exchange things of equal value. Do you exchange bronze for gold? And then because bronze is more valuable. Value for value. So God used Jesus, who was the heir of all things, by which all things we are created. He uses to redeem our soul, telling us what we are worth. And the Bible says that Jesus has purchased for us an eternal salvation. A salvation that is enduring, that is everlasting. Because the sacrifice is perfect. And the priest who offered it is also what? Perfect. Other priests have to offer for their sin. And they were as guilty as those who came to make intercession for. That's why Jesus said those things to the Pharisees. That he who is without sin, let him be the first to cast the stone. They could not cast the stone because they know that when you are going to make offering for sin, you have to first make offering for your own sin. So they couldn't do that. They left the stone because they know that they are guilty as the one that they are trying to stone. But Jesus did not come to make atonement for his own sin. He came to make atonement for our own sin. He who was without sin. And he offered his body for sin. But remember that he said when he came into this world, he said, A body has now prepared him. So which means that Jesus never had a body until that moment. So the body was for sin. But the person was the priesthood. Hallelujah. Jesus has ever been living. He only needed the body to offer the sacrifice. When he offered the body as the sacrifice, he went and took his position as only as the priest who makes intercession. I am guilty. That's why the devil cannot stand before God today and accuse you before God on any matter. Today, he cannot stand there. Once the blood is invoked, it's a matter of silence. The devil does not have access to that holy place. Many people still think that the devil has access. See? But the psalmist has told us, he said, who may ascend into the holy hill of the Lord? Is that all right? He said, he that has pain and pure heart, who have not lifted up his soul to vanity. The devil kills those spirits. So the devil cannot stand before God. But Jesus can stand. We can stand because the Bible says that 
he had made us to be blameless and perfect before God. That's why we can stand. The devil cannot stand in such a place. And therefore, the devil cannot accuse you before God. He can accuse you before you. He can accuse you to you. But he can't accuse you before God. Because at that whole, most holy place where we stand in, look at how the Bible describes it. He said, He is far above all principality, power, dominion, and mind, and everything that is named, not only in this world and that which is to come. How can the devil now say he wants to be the accuser of the brethren? In that place where the Bible says we are far above. We are so far above the devil where we are now. Hallelujah. So the devil cannot come to that height of height where we are. Oh, sweet Jesus. The devil wanted to ascend into where we are. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. That was the story. He said, I will ascend up high. But you are an angel. You are not the end of salvation. Where he wanted to ascend to was the place reserved for sons. But the devil was the servant, not the son. That's why when we stayed in that highest eye, the Bible says that we are far above all principality and power. Where we stand, the devil has no legal right whatsoever, to, no access to stand there, because you stand there by the blood of Jesus and by his blood alone. You know, it's for the end of salvation. The witch of the angel, as you say, you are my son. I do not minister spirit, sent to minister to the heads of salvation. This is a father-son relationship. This is where sons stand before their father. My guilt conscience thoroughly bears me. Jesus is the source and the sustainer of my salvation. That's what makes my salvation in eternal. As long as I keep seeing Jesus. This is what will happen to many Christians who do not realize that they have Jesus as a high priest. You see, nobody is going to enter into heaven recognizing his own self. I'm talking about eternity now. That nobody is going to stand before God. And that, that duty conscience is what will destroy people because they believe in their things. They will see the things. And then they will fall short. Are you listening to me? They are going to fall short because they still believe in their things. Anything that is not of faith, the Bible says, is sin. So for a Christian who holds on to his sin, despite having an high priest, that means that there is no more blood, there is no more sacrifice, there is no more atonement for his sin. That's what he's saying. That's why Paul was saying to the Galatians, if you go back to the flesh, he said, Christ will profit you nothing. You are falling from grace. Do you understand the things I'm saying? So that's why they are sacrificing for sin and atonement for sin. There are Christians who do not believe in the priesthood of Jesus. And that's why they will go to hell. Not because the sacrifice is not there, but because they are what? They have chosen. The Bible says they could not enter in because of what? Unbelief, is that right? See, same Hebrews. Telling us why some people did not enter into the promise. He said because of unbelief. So why Jesus is saying that I have died for your sins, I am the priest over your sins. Some Christians still think that Jesus is not enough. And they are still looking at their sins. And their conscience has been defiled. Their conscience has become weak. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. You will be saved by faith. 
everything that God has provided for you is by what? But that is why you have to keep looking. There remains no sacrifice for sin. Hebrews chapter 10. If you disobey that voice, even though a blood is speaking better things over you than that of David, if you refuse to heed that voice, Hebrews chapter 2 told us, he said, then what will come is the fearful looking of indignation. You need to keep looking at Jesus. Don't go back and depend on yourself. Hold on to the blood. Hold on to the priesthood. Hold on to the sacrifice that saved you. Don't draw your soul back into perdition. I believe so much in my priest. I believe so much in me more than the errors I see. John says that if our heart condemns us, God is greater than your heart. If your conscience will not let you be about the things that you've done wrong, he said, consider that there is a God that is greater than your heart. And I believe the report that for my own case, God is greater. That some people dealing with sicknesses today, ah, but they see affecting me and see, do unto Jesus. Oh, my father is haunting me back. Oh, when I was in the world, I did this. Now he's not haunting me. And God is punishing me. No, God is not punishing me. I stand by faith through grace. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Paul said, having not a righteousness which is by the Lord, but having the righteousness of faith. That's the righteousness I have. I am right with God by the provisions of Jesus as my source and my sustainer in salvation. He brought me in to keep me to the end. Glory to Jesus. Good morning, church. The Lord bless you. Do enjoy your wonderful day. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more from Ten Divine Ministries. You can download more messages from our Telegram channel. We have the link c.ma forward slash tvm media for inquiries and partnerships please send a mail to cvineministry77 at gmail.com or call 0708 thank you and God bless you